everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Pidgey Doom Baby, the show where we create original superheroes and supervillains for the Toxlop Boy Cinematic Universe. I am your host, and my name is Tyler. And I am joined by my co-hosts, who are also here. One of them is named Brennan. What's going on, folks? One of them is named Chipper. Heyo. And Kyle is also here. I am here, hello gamers. Hello gamers, what is up my gamers? We're here today, gonna do some more sweet, sick, quote-unquote, improv. Uh, If you haven't watched before, uh, this is a terrible intro. And all we're gonna do (laughs) is we're gonna gonna create an original superhero slash supervillain off the top of our little old heads, using nothing but our imaginations, and three randomly generated prompt words. We're gonna have one noun one adjective, and one verb that we're going to use to base our uh, character around. We've done a lot of these, and now we're going to do another one. If it's your first time listening to this, uh, I'm going to shake your hand through the microphone. Yeah. 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 Your hand was very wet, and I didn't like it, but respect. Yeah. Well, Tyler, I tell you what, that was a really good intro because you remember the name. I did remember, remember the name, the... and I did not remember the name last time. <laughs> you don't remember the name the majority of the times. <laughs> it's true. I always, I always want to say "Welcome to the Tippity Top Podcast," and then I, it just, that just rolls off the tongue a lot better than than Pigeatoomy Baby. You know, I think new tradition. I think, I think at the beginning of every episode, we should all scream in unison the name of the show so that I never forget. I like that a lot. I think that's a great idea, and no one's going to hate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> you sound so motivated. Enthusiasm no. out the fucking roof. Wow. Well, Let's go. Oh, yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm thrilled. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do, do it. it now. Let's do it. Three, yeah. two, excited. one. Pidgey Toomey That was fucking terrible. Baby. Fuck all of you. We're never doing that again. I'm gonna bring out the wheel. I'm gonna spin it. We're gonna get our first word. Uh, first up, we're gonna get our, our nouns. Ooh, that's fun. It's great. Uh, it's dinner. Ooh. Our noun is what? dinner. What is our verb? Is Our, our verb is demand. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is this like? Is this like? Are we gonna make a, a guy ordering food? <laughs> and um, and our adjective is shiny. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, I guess All they right. want everything on a silver platter. So we have Ooh. dinner, demand, and shiny. Make this <laughs> into a superhero. Not an easy task today. Uh, no, it's easy. We got this. All right, Chipper. Well, then you start us off. What are your? Oh no, what's, no, no, what's no, your no. I want to hear you. Have Pitch to say. it to me, baby. <laughs> I want to hear it. Well, first off, I mean, I got nothing right now. I got. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. You gotta put that <laughs> one in gonna thought, be hard. <laughs> well, obviously, she has to be like a Karen. Yeah, I feel like, like it. Has something to be like, like, like she has to always be like asking for the manager or like, you know, something's fucked up with my dinner. I need. I demand that this is fucking remedied. Maybe it is a single piece of glitter that floats through time and space. And by time and space, I mean the Earth. And by Earth, I mean, like, New York City. 
and it just it just floats around and if it if it comes into contact with any other human being it screams at a decibel that will shatter your eardrums that it wants food and if you do not give it food it will never stop and it will continue to get louder and louder until you bring it food and once you bring it food it will float away and when it makes contact with another person it will do the same thing it will never eat the food though once you bring it the food it will just leave um, so it's another, like, not monster character. Sure. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how... Oh, we don't like that idea. Well, what's your idea? Give me something better. Okay, so a piece of litter demands <laughs> food and doesn't eat the food, but once you give it the food, it leaves. Classic superhero right there. I don't... Where's, I'm like, the, it's where's not the crime-fighting power of that? Like, I, um... Obviously, because if anybody happens to be doing crime, they'll get really annoyed and possibly die of hearing damage unless they stop their crime and get him food. On the other hand, he could also stop you in the middle of a very important uh, life-saving situation. So, what would what would stop one of these like crime doers from just like busting a cap in this dude's ass? Because it's a piece of glitter. You you know how precise your fucking aim would have to be. To shoot a piece of floating glitter in the air? What if you just burn it? How would you burn it? It's, it's, a fl- it's one singular speck of glitter floating yeah, there. You probably can't even it? see it unless there's like light shining on it. Like if it's dark, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, so if you get a flamethrower, it would just die. <laughs> yeah, but you. what if you don't know what it is? Like you, you don't just have a flamethrower on you at all times. No, you're right. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know what it is. But... I'll- well, I'm just saying that's one, a weakness. One I also counter, really hope you guys come up with a better idea because I don't want this to be it. This is yeah, just an initial thought. Yeah, like every bit of my being is screaming no, and I can't <laughs> think of something else. Though. I was going to so, say one, one plausible like counter to this. I mean, obviously, I don't think we're going to go with this, but would be if someone were carrying around like some wood chips or something. What? Honestly, look, like, 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 try this one day. If you get like, like, wood shavings or like, like, really like fine wood chips, and you toss them in the air and you light them, the whole fucking thing just like goes, like, it's like an explosion almost. I guess that makes sense. So, like, so if like villains were like, oh, well, we don't see him, but we could fucking burn him out, you know, they start like uh, arming their mob guys with like fucking like wood shavings and a lighter. I, yeah, I mean, old boy will be I done feel like, like they super have that quick. much power that they have like guys that they can like arm. I feel like they'll just give them flamethrowers. They probably have the capacity to just give them flamethrowers at that point. But, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if like how many flamethrowers are there like on the planet? Like, is Elon Musk just gonna like fucking like arm this mob? I just feel like in a crime boss scenario, it'd be more realistic <laughs> for them to have flamethrowers. Well, I'm just saying, just if, if you don't have a flamethrower, if you don't have a flamethrower, just get some wood chips and a lighter. Boom, he's done. <laughs> I got it. Then, like, like the whole area around him is just going to be on fire. I'm telling you, try it one day. It's pretty dope. Chipper, pitch it to me, baby. Yeah, yeah I, have Chipper, it, I have it. Okay, so. Pull us out of this hole. It is is a crime boss dude, right? A kingpin-ass character. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to look like him at all. It's just like a crime boss. He's someone that when he he has a special power, like I don't know what he puts in the food, we can figure that out, but like he can serve you dinner and then once you eat whatever he serves you, he can demand you to do whatever you want for him and make you your slave. Make you his slave. And he's okay. very shiny. So he's what kind of like Gordon Ramsay with extra steps in that capacity. Ooh. What if he's yeah, able to just spawn dinners? 
Well, I'm trying to think, like, he could be more, like, mischievous. Like, people don't know why they're, like, people are turning into slaves. They're just, like, yeah, every time someone goes to, like, one of his, like, meetings, he just, they just never come back to their, to their lives. And, you know, he gets, like, a bunch of mad scientists to work on projects for him and whatnot. And his name is Horton Slamsey, basketball-playing chef extraordinaire. Why basketball? <laughs> Horton Slamsey? His name, is, his name is Morton Slamsey. Of course he's got slam dunk stuff. That's his cover, though. That's his cover because he's, like, he's, he's this world-famous, like, guy who's really, really good at basketball, but also equally as good at cooking up a, a, a mean steak. Right. Okay. Like, just he's 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 a super chef. He'll dunk on you while he's like fucking glazing onions, like with the other hand. And so he just he achieves all this fame. He's he's signed by like the the fucking uh, Nuggets. The the, <laughs> the Denver Nuggets. The nuggets. <laughs> sure, he plays. Yeah, he plays Who's for the, the actual nuggets? team. The Denver. I was gonna come up with a fake name, but sure. Oh. Let's get endorsed by the Denver Nuggets. That's fine. <laughs> I was gonna play with the, Ch- the Chicago Chicken Wings. Like, <laughs> well, Nuggets referred to gold. Yeah. Well, obviously, <laughs> obviously, yeah, but, there's not a fucking so professional trying- NBA team named after Chicken Nuggets. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just t- saying, man. It made sense. I was like, oh, oh it's shiny it Nuggets. I mean, it's a nice play yeah, on the name. I like it because it's like food, but also like gold, which is shiny. Exactly. I, it's I just a perfect double entendre. I understood it. <laughs> so I think I'm- that he plays for the Blast Town Basters. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they wear chef outfits. Yeah, they wear chef outfits. Like, everyone else wears actual, like, basketball attire, and they just dress like chefs. What if their, what if their uh, mascot is, like, a turkey baster? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is no. a dude in, like, a big, like, baster fucking outfit somehow. He walks around Maybe with, like, like, the team him. is named after Morton Slamsey, and Morton Slamsey is a baster. Can he be the owner? No, is you know, he, I want is him he to the Yeah, he's, like, he's, just, he's a shiny, uh, he's a shiny baster with human limbs. And a face that looks very similar to Gordon Ramsay, but not so much that the likeness would get us sued. I feel like making him a baser downplays his mischievousness. I don't know. I would think they just it would just up his fame factor. Maybe okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. Because that's a little far fetched, even though we have characters in this universe who have like volcano cocks and whatever. This is apparently where we draw the line. Uh you know, maybe he is he just wears like a mascot suit that is a baster, mm-hmm. and then just all the time, just all the time, all, <laughs> never takes it really off. Like no one actually shiny. knows what his actual body looks like, even when he's like fucking chicks with all of his oh. fame and power and money, and he's just getting these bad bitches back in his like mansion. Right, he still fucks with the baster costume on. Okay, maybe that's where like he gets his powers from. I don't know. Like he becomes like. This, like, god-tier chef as long as he's wearing the baster suit. So he just never takes it off. And then he, uh... uh for the, the demanding part, right? Like, he... Uh, his his food, like you said, he can he cooks, like, magic food. And then people always want to eat it because it's so tasty. And because he's endorsing his own food and he can get those dunks. So everyone's like, oh, I gotta have the dunk man's... The Dunk Man's shrimp, you know, it, uh, it's it's a life changing experience. Everyone's got to have it, and then you eat it, and then he could just be like, uh, "I don't go do the dishes," and then like you have to go do the dishes for him, and then he never does his dishes. 
You think that's what he would use his powers for? I don't know, just any, he uses it for anything. He's an asshole. Oh, yeah. Now, okay, the only problem I have <laughs> with this is the turkey baser giving him the powers. Well, you think he's just naturally gifted to fucking brainwash people with his food? No, no. I just want to know, like, this has to be a magical suit. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. And so, where, like, where does it come from? It comes from the magical land of Cooksylvania. Ooh, oh my Cooksylvania God. is where the leprechauns <laughs> live, and the leprechauns have magical powers. Who's the leprechauns? <laughs> so, the, Tyler, 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 hold on. Boy. So, are these like cooks of a leprosy? Or? No, they're leprechauns. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> they could have leprosy. They could be leprous leprechauns that are good at cooking. Leprechauns. <laughs> okay. And the, and the leprechauns the have this magical power, much like the Keebler elves, who are really good at co- making cookies and trees. They are really good at cooking just these <laughs> fine, elegant meals um, in stumps, and then they do that in Cooksylvania, and then they transport them through their like weird Thor-ass rainbow bridge into like the real world. So, and, they have, like, so uh, they have a bifrost. Yeah, basically, and they have like the like a company where they like they sell like uh, weird pastries, like kind of like the Keebler elves. And then you know one day a guy like he's like I'm gonna see what's going on in there, and then he like breaks into the factory, and then he sees the the leprechauns, and then they're like Oh no, our secret's been exposed. He's he's gotten into Leprechaunia or whatever the fuck I called it, Cooksylvania. And then, Leprechaunia. <laughs> then, oh, um, time out. So he just no one's ever been in this factory. There's no 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 no. This no. Fa- no one's ever cared enough, but he, what? being the no. slam dunk superstar that he is, is like, I need to know the truth because I love their products. They give me the fucking energy and finesse to dunk on all these noobs. I want to meet the people in charge of this fucking pastry company. And then he's the only person who's ever gone in because no one else even gives a shit. Mm-hmm. And then he does it. And then he, he like, can't get in because obviously there's guards and stuff. So he slam dunks through the top window of the oh, factory shit. and then sees that there's nothing in the factory except the giant rainbow portal that, like, pastries are shooting out of. And then he goes inside of it. He pops up in, in Cooksylvania full of leprechauns after Leprechauns. being beaten within an inch of his life for eight days straight. After he is discovered there, because he's a basketball player, he's very tall. Like obviously, he stands out in a, in a world full of leprechauns, right? He gets hooks. He gets he gets a shit kicked in, and then before they kill him, he's like, "But I love your pastries," and they're like, "You love our pastries? Nobody what? loves our pastries except everyone does because they're magical." So Jesus <laughs> Christ! Like, and then they, they realize that he's a he's a good endorsement because he can dunk, and they're like, "If he endorses our product." Then this is cool, and then he steals their powers or something, and gets the magical baster suit okay. from them to hone. You know, it was going strong there no, for a no, while. No, no, wait, 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 wait! I have an idea. All right, <laughs> so he goes to the portal, right, and he gets the leprechauns, and the leprechauns all think that everyone hates their pastries. They don't realize that everyone like adores them, and so he is like, he sees this, he's like, oh shit. And he's like, I love your pastries. I'm the only person that loves your pastries. And they're like, oh, shit, really? And then they give him the powers. And, like, he deceives them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's another option. Uh, okay, so maybe 
the Leprechauns keep their, like, god-tier food to themselves because they are a selfish people. They use the portal as, like, a trash bin where they throw out, like, the rejected pastries from, like, their underlings that are not that good. But to the humans, they taste fine. Mm -hmm. So they think that they're going into this giant, like, you know, trash portal to this other, like, shittier dimension. And then someone built a factory around it and started packaging them. We'll call him, uh, Tim... Ooh. Huxtable. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> He's related to fucking Bill Cosby. Exotic. <laughs> it's really a good one. He nailed it. Can you repeat the name for me? It's just like discount Bill Cosby sitting in a factory with a portal. Just fucking packaging pastries to keep shooting up out of it. And he's, like, manipulating the leprechauns because, like, any of the shit ones go to the portal, and he's making money because he's still selling them. Yeah. And he gets all the good stuff all to himself. Yeah, exactly. And this guy comes in, and now he's going to, like, set all the leprechauns free and become their savior. Yeah, that's what he's got. I'm going to free the leprechauns from your grasp. He's like, I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not telling him what to <laughs> nope. do. I just, uh, I'm just. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> keep going. <laughs> hey, keep going, dude. You're on a fucking runaway train. I'm on it. Hey! The dogs didn't like your impression either. <laughs> what impression? I was just coming up with a generic voice to give this character named Tim Huxtable. Yeah, Ooh, that totally. sure sounded generic, Tyler. <laughs> I know. Generic. Anyway, yeah, so then, then, uh,. Uh, Tim Tim Huxtable, uh, you know, he's not, like, he, he's not actively, like, you know, manipulating them. He's just taking the stuff that they don't want and making a profit off of it, which he just sees as a good business venture. And if they're not going to call him on it, he's just going to, he's just going to keep rolling with it, you know? But well, then, wrong. Uh, Morton slams, he slam dunks his ass into the portal and shows all the leprechauns uh, what's going on, and then they kill him. And then, uh, for his good deeds, uh, they grant him the power to cook leprechaun level food, um, while also making him, like, the sole proprietor of whatever this dessert company is, uh, Huxtable Delights or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Tyler, what, what, explain to me what Huxtable Delights are. (laughs) What do you mean, what are Huxtable Delights? They're, they're the pastries that are coming from the leprechaun dimension. What are they? Are they chocolate or what? Like, what kind Um, of pastries are these? They're like, generic pastries. They're like generic, like, pudding pops, probably. (laughs) Pudding pops aren't pastries. Yeah, 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 but they're like, they're made of pastries. (laughs) (laughs) They're like cake pops. But like they're dipped in pudding and coated. Oh, that's a pastry either. I actually kind of like that. You take the, you take the like cake it. pop and you put it in the in the Jello and then you do. Do you know what a pastry is? <laughs> and then you do. Do you know what a pastry is? <laughs> it's that. It's you not that the, at all. The, you need like the damn like uh. Like the keeper, like the cookie with like the chocolate drizzling on top, like, like something like that. Okay, <laughs> like it's a, a fucking macaron. cookie dipped in pudding. Yeah, 
They're called Padukis. Padukis. <laughs> okay. I like that. Padukis. Fucking presents Padukis. No, 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 they're like the fucking like little stick pastries and then you dip them yourself. Yeah, they're like get to the pudding. And, you gotta, and it's like octopus. It's like you gotta dip them in the pudding. He has like a fucking ad campaign. He's just like it's like him wearing like 17 sweaters. It's <laughs> just like dipping things in fucking pudding. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's Hawksterboard Alive. Fucking dip your kid in that shit. Dip your kid in that shit. <laughs> That's the That's official the tag like tagline. Yeah. Huxtable Delights is dip your kid in that shit. <laughs> no, it's specifically <laughs> dip your kid in that shit. <laughs> So he just takes he takes his own brand of of uh like jello pudding and uh like and just fucking takes the pastries that pop up and like packages them as like dipping combos. I love it. But love he's it. not the important character. The important character is Morton Slamsey. He doesn't sound like the important character. <laughs> no, Morton Slamsey is way more important. You guys just got really attached to the fucking story of Tim Huxtable for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's almost like I know him. It's so odd. <laughs> does he eventually get arrested? Uh, t- only time will tell. I mean, he does die. He does get killed by leprechauns, so. Mm, okay. Probably the leprechauns. The leprechauns. Yeah, we can't call them leprechauns. That's trademarked. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> also, like all of the uh, the leprechauns are, they're kind of just like Irish midget versions of Gordon Ramsay. Oh my god! Yeah, your dog like that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they all like really bitchy and just swear all yeah. the time. Yeah. Like that's fucking rotten. Get that shit out of here. And then do like. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> not Irish. I can't do like a high pitched Irish accent. I'm trying to like. Well, no, we can pitch shift it in post. Yeah, there you go. I, I also just to get me some potatoes. There you go. That's Irish. There you go. That's a little. <laughs> You're <better>. fucking donkey. <laughs> we don't have a name for this character yet. I just realized. We really haven't spent a lot of time developing the actual character. No, we no, with that's a lot of backstory. <laughs> We've made the villain, so that's cool. Uh, we didn't say anything about the kind of like crime he fights or causes. We have uh, time. We have time. He's okay. So, what are his motivations? Is he good or is he bad? What what is, what is he doing this his current life instead of what he's done in his past? Because we got his know. backstory. That's all good. I mean, I feel like he's a genuinely nice guy. If he's just a a basketball slamming dude. With he all the money, America? power, and fame in the world, who just really likes pastries dipped in pudding. I'd like to think that, like, maybe he, he, like, in interviews after he, like, gets, like, the highest scoring games in the NBA, he's just like, I don't know, man. I just, it doesn't feel good. I just want to cook. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm bad at it. Yeah, I like, that to his entire life. life, he just wanted to be a fucking chef, but, like, yeah. he was born, like, eight feet tall, so he just, like, defaulted into basketball. And he was just, like, then, so like, good at it that, like... He just he just committed to it, but he's never happy. Like every time he does like his trademark dunk, he's just like 
He's just like frowning and like looking down at the ground. <laughs> While he's like flying through the sky like Michael Jordan. Yes. And then like he but he thinks that the Huxtable delights Podokis are like the greatest thing on the planet. Uh, they're the only and thing he, that like give him solace. He and he's like, like I have he's like, I have to know so I can make them and feel like a good pastry chef as well. So he goes to the <laughs> the the fucking <laughs> The, the 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 where the factory or whatever yeah. the fuck and then goes into the portal and that thus then goes into what we've already described yes mm-hmm. and what does he do after the portal well when he gets there he's all like oh what's up and he like hears about this oppression of which uh tim huxtable <laughs> has fucking put put upon these leprechauns and he realizes that this is his chance and like the leprechauns are like we will bestow upon you the ultimate uh, cooking abilities if you were to defeat Tim Huxtable. <laughs> and he's like, fuck yeah. And then he goes and he kills Tim Huxtable. And then By challenging him to a slam dunk contest. Then <laughs> <laughs> he finds out Tim Bucks, Tim, well, Tim Huxtable is already like also an eight foot tall fucking freak of nature. Yeah, like yeah. he, he just looks like this man that's just like a ball of sweaters. But then he like stands up, and it turns out he had like fucking eighteen foot legs like tucked inside of the sweater. That <laughs> he had been like walking around like hunched up in a ball all this time. So then he's like, "Oh, he actually can dunk." And then he's like, "What if I actually put in a slam dunk with like the motivation to be a good cook?" Because like all of his slam dunks have been legendary, but he has no—he he hasn't had any feeling behind him. They've all been sad dunks. He has, like, his 1,000%, like, emotion dunk. Like, pure anime. And he, like, slams it. And every bone in Tim Huxtable's body just shatters and becomes paste. And he just evaporates, like, into dust. So, like, at first, at first, Tim Huxtable has to, like, whoop his ass for a bit. Oh, yeah. Like, he just hits him with, like, just, like, wild-ass fucking, like, Dominique Wilkins versus Michael Jordan-type dunks. Mm-hmm. Like, like he's just like serving it up, and like he builds like this massive lead, and then like, uh, fuck it, I can't remember the dude's name. Like hits him with like that violent ass slam that just ends him. Can can we talk about the fact that our words are dinner demand and shiny? And <laughs> yeah, you guys have not mentioned his power once. <laughs> no, we did at the beginning, but we were, we're fleshing it out. We're we're fleshing it out. This is okay? his origin story. Because when he gets now, we now that he has his powers, he is he has killed Tim Huxtable. Who fucking deserved it? He now has like full ownership over Huxtable Delights. Um, which should he change the name of that, I guess, to fucking uh Slamzy Snacks or something? I don't know. Uh, uh I don't know. He, it takes a lot of money to change a brand. I mean, he has all the money, power, and fame in the world that he wants. Uh, you yeah. just name him like the Chef Slamzies. <laughs> yeah, Chef uh, Slamzies, and then the like name of the. The, the product or whatever the heck he like Chef Boyardee it's called Morton here's a food <laughs> oh god <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> okay no that's copyright uh, no I don't know about that one. I think you can get away with it <laughs> yeah no one will realize that it's anywhere near anything else. you're right we'll roll with it and then <laughs> after he does that he has he has like ownership over this thing and now uh aside from that now he opens up his own restaurant chain now that he has these amazing cooking abilities that the the leper cooks have have graced him so he he retires from basketball um to open up this this like 10 star restaurant chain mm-hmm. that uh 
there's only he starts out there's only one because he has to cook all the food and it's in it's the biggest restaurant ever because it has a soft opening in Queens and everybody who tastes the food basically just like orgasms and like is awakened to this higher state of living all other food tastes like dog shit now they can only exist off of his food because it is like it's like they've never tasted anything good up until this point now that they've tried it it's just like a whole other level so now everyone wants to come to it so so in order to like basically feed the entire population of of new york or what the uh, blast city or whatever the fuck we called it um so he so he makes this restaurant that's a skyscraper that goes all the way up to the a very shiny skyscraper of uh, the shiny there we go there's a shine the shiniest si- skyscraper you've ever seen because he wants to attract all that attention it's made of platinum and diamond Damn. so where does the demand come in because uh word of mouth because people eat it and then they're just like i can't eat food anymore <laughs> Because it's so good. And then he can also demand them to tell people to come to his restaurant. Oh, so is he evil? Um, I don't know. What if he's, like, not necessarily evil, but he's not necessarily good either? And, like, it's more so, like, the heroes and villains are, like, always trying to, like, coerce him to, like, come to their side. Maybe. I like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like what if yeah, what if he's like just an opportunist? Okay, yeah. That maybe like he's like a hired mercenary. Maybe like his actual power is the fact that he can slam dunk so hard that he can shatter the bones of his opponent, but like since he just doesn't want to live that life, Ow! it's just constantly like like maybe the mind control thing is like not not a real thing. No, I'm Damn. saying I'm saying like 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 both the heroes and the villains realize that through the amazing demand of his delectable goodness, exactly. that he can like raise a mob, and that that mob could like also benefit both the heroes and the villains, depending on like which side he feels like being on that day. So then, his power is <clears throat> just cooking really well. Well, I mean, also he can dunk and like you know basically turn people into mush. But like, yeah, that's but like he- what the people <clears throat> really want him for. It's just a it's a perk that he also has like. The fucking godliest pocket. cooking ever that yeah. will just, like, destroy your palate because it's so good. Is he still in, like, a baster outfit? Is that still a thing that we're yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's in a baster outfit. Can the baster have bling all over it? Yes. Yeah. I'm, like, thinking of, like, a solid the, the baster. baster the baster is, like, covered in, like, sequins because mm, yes. it's shiny, right? So it's I very, like, it's, like, it's very, uh, I don't know the word for it flashy it's not the word i was looking for but that's what we're gonna use you got it yeah it's got like coattails yeah. on it Ooh. and like a pocket coattails on a baster oh Wait, hell what? yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's also, like a baster like baster. if he squeezes himself like if he squeezes the sides of the costume gently then like uh leprechaun magic sh- like just spooges out the top of his baster thing and he can use it to like like magicify his food. Yeah, that's Even that's more. a secret ingredient to all of his food. Yeah, <laughs> leprechaun goo. Yes, it's leprechaun goo. Leprechaun goo. He has to use both hands to extract yeah. it. <laughs> this is such an odd character. <laughs> I was By odd, go you mean incredible? Well, I mean, this is such Proud. an odd list of 
I adore everything we've made. However, it feels so off the beaten path to get to where we needed it to be, to use the words. <laughs> but I kind of love it. That's what, that's that's interesting. That I, I'm, it's different than what we've done with every other hero. Yeah, yeah. We're changing the game here. Yeah. We are We are unique every time. Oh, yeah. He doesn't necessarily need to be like a like a like a mainstream hero, you know. We're fleshing out the universe, you know. We need some side characters. He's an absolute yeah. C tier to to Z tier character. <laughs> I think Z-tier like in fun. in an apocalypse level event, the heroes would come together and try to convince him to use his slam dunk to like take off the baster suit for a day and like get his slam dunk powers back. Because obviously, you're gonna have a hard time dunking in a baster suit. Um, I thought that's what his whole thing what? was. He was so good he could dunk in a baser suit. What if at like the end of like the first like movie or like the end of like the first like trilogy per se, there's like this epic battle like between like the goods and the bads, and like out of nowhere this dude just comes in and like slam dunks and kills like you know like the most epic like villain, and then like everyone sitting there like with their jaw on the floor and he's like I'm tired of you guys fucking fighting. And then, like, goes back to, like, his basing business. <laughs> They're just, like, ruining my business. I need you to stop. <laughs> like, this, like this dude could be God-tier, but he just chooses not to. I had to, I had to fucking stop steaming my broccoli to come down here and put a stop to this. This fucking <laughs> violence is terrible for my business. Yeah, yeah like, his dunk causes, like, such, like, a violently gory, like, brutal death that they're just, like, holy shit. And, like, everyone just, like, stops fighting and, like, goes home. <laughs> it's like what, like, what they witnessed today was, like, that unbearable. Damn. I kind of I kinda love this character. I think he's one of my favorites. <laughs> Definitely much better than fucking Code Thread or whatever the last <laughs> Code one was. Thread. Fuck that shit. Shut your mouth. Code <laughs> dude, Thread is legendary. He's amazing, dude. One fucking sucked. That was, like, the worst <laughs> one we've ever done. Shut your mouth. Shut your horror mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm offended. Just kidding. She is pretty trash, but <laughs> shut your mouth. I feel like his chipper wasn't thread. there. Yeah, I still like the name Code Thread. This. I have a question. Yeah. So if he's, if the heroes and villains they know about his, you know, his power or whatever, like how good his cooking is, and they can just get people to follow him or whatever, would anybody fall for it on the heroes or villain side anymore? Would they, or does he have to like? Does Huxtable have to just jump in and squeeze his, you know, his baster and splooge the person he wants to command with it? So well, it's, it's not, not, it's Huxtable. not Huxtable, it's Slamsy. He, he also doesn't command people. He demands. He demands people. I think Chipper, so. <laughs> you know what's going to make you understand it just a little bit better? Is hearing a review, a recap, oh. if you will. By Clancy. Oh, shit. Our good boy. Clancy, get your middle ass out here and give us that recap. Basketball superstar Morton Slamsey had it all. Money, fame, women, and the ability to dunk and ball like no other, becoming the most successful and decorated basketball player in history. But, the one thing he didn't have was happiness. Even though he was blessed with unmatched balling skills, all he ever wanted in life was to be a chef. He spent his days and nights chowing down on his favorite snack, Huxtable Delights, and dreamt of one day being able to create pastries of equal flavor and brand recognition. He bawled his life away dunking on noobs with angelic leaps and a frown on his face. His eyes always dead, 
looking ahead to a dream he could not achieve. One day, Morton decided that he wanted to visit the place where his favorite treats were made, however even with all of his fame and money, he could not gain access to the factory. Feeling overwhelmed by his urge to see the delicious treats in their natural habitat, he snuck out one night and under cover of darkness, slam-dunked through a window of the factory. Once inside, he was shocked at what he found. There were no conveyor belts, no workers, no traditional assembly line. Only a man wearing an unreasonable amount of sweaters, and a shining rainbow portal from which the treats were emerging. Something heinous was afoot, and without hesitation, Morton leaped into the portal to find out just what was happening. After hurtling through a rift in space-time, Morton appeared in the mythical world of Cooksylvania, homeland of the legendary and mystical Leprechooks. The Leprechooks were creatures with a magical gift to concoct wondrous foods of legendary levels of flavor, so intensely tasty that one of their finest delicacies would render any mortal's taste buds useless when attempting to taste any normal human food. It turned out that the portal was their garbage disposal for their pastries deemed unfit for leprechaun consumption. Once Morton realized what was happening he quickly informed the creatures of the misdeeds taking place in the human realm. The sweater men, Tim Huxtable, had constructed a factory around the receiving end of their garbage portal and was selling the sweets to humans and making a massive profit. The leprechauns were displeased at this information and gave Morton a quest. Defeat Tim Huxtable in his wrongful use of their food scraps, and in return they would grant Morton an enchanted bastard costume that would give him baking abilities to match their own. Morton returned to the factory, where he challenged Mr. Huxtable to a slam-dunk contest of deadly proportions. Unfortunately for Morton, it turned out that hiding under Mr. Huxtable's sweaters were a pair of massive legs that allowed him to perform dunks even greater than Slamsey himself. On the brink of defeat, Morton had an epiphany, while his dunks were considered legendary and got him this far, he had never actually put any effort into it. Focusing on his goal to achieve his culinary dream, he slammed a final dunk with all of the fire and force of his burning soul. The motivation of the leprechaun's gift unlocked his full potential and his dunk caused a violent explosion of light, which melted Tim Huxtable into a pile of sweaters and ash. With his newfound powers and control over the Huxtable Delights brand, Morton went on to create the greatest restaurant of all time. His leprechaun abilities gained through the use of his bastard suit made every meal he made so good that it would break people to their very core. Anyone who ate at his restaurant would only be able to eat his food for the rest of their lives, as normal human food was left feeling tasteless by comparison. The Talks A Lot Boys Cinematic Universe welcomes, Morton Slamsey, the man in the bastard costume who can dunk so hard it causes death, and who can cook so good it drives people completely mad. That was a delight. I think, I think that was, uh, a really, probably one of the more fleshed out characters we've had on this yeah. show, I think. This was a, this was a longer episode than normal, I think. Yeah. Ty Tyler, would you call it a Huxtable delight? I would call it that, actually. <laughs> oh, <God>. Cool. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So this has been an episode of uh, Pitch It To Me Baby. Uh, you know, hope you enjoyed it. This was fun. Um, you know, I have to say, I used up a lot of my, uh, a lot of my juice to uh, <laughs> power through on the funnies. So, Kyle, I'm going to let you uh, oh, do shit. the closer with all oh. of the... Oh, no. The the, the vigorous, uh, childlike joy and wonder that you brought to it last time. 
Got you. Okay, I'm ready. <clears throat> if you like this episode, could you? <laughs> do, um, do you want it that intense like it used to be? Or well, like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. I mean, all right. <clears throat> Thank you guys so much for watching today's episode. <laughs> oh if you like this, go ahead and give it. Hit that subscribe button. If you liked it, maybe decimate that like button and leave us a comment down below what you think those three words could have made. Wow. I... This has been the Talks a Lot, boys, and we'll talk a whole lot more next time. Goodbye! I'm really sorry. <laughs>